And to just know that you can be strong and still acknowledge that these are difficult times that uh, we're under stress or that in this particular season, at this particular um, point in time, you're feeling a little overwhelmed or you, you um, find it difficult to manage. You know, personally, we- thank you so much for listening to this episode of Earrings Off. We want to invite you to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. You can find us on Facebook at Earrings Off Podcast and on Instagram at The Earrings Off Podcast. Welcome to Earrings Off. I'm Lou. And I'm Teresa. Let's get started. Okay, Teresa, you know, April is Stress Awareness Month. Did you know that? (laughs) I didn't. You know, honestly, I didn't. It's stressing me out to hear about all of these different uh, months and recognitions. I can't keep up with all of them, you know, but uh, it is Stress Awareness Month. And um, so we're going to talk about stress today. And um, if you're living and breathing, stress is going to be a part of our lives. It's going to be, it's going to exist sometimes far worse than others. At least that's been the case in my life. And sometimes I'm better at managing it than others. Um, But that's what we're talking about. Unfortunately, you know, um, you can be stressing and not even realize it too. So we have to keep that in mind as well. So you might be thinking, you know, everything is going along swimmingly, but uh, you could definitely be in a stressful situation. That is so true. Um, so part of it is, like I said earlier, just being aware that um, I was about to say, if you're an adult, stress is going to be part of our lives. But it's also something that um, teenagers, younger kids, uh, they are dealing with. Um, so the the great question... Especially- I was just going to say, you said about teenagers and younger kids, um, especially in, in, in this last year, uh, most children, um, their way of life was just kind of upended because of COVID. Yeah. And they had to shift from, you know, going to school outside of the home to uh, being at home and trying to navigate the whole um, on uh, camera, on uh, virtual learning, learning yeah. a different, yeah. a di- a virtual learning, yeah, a different, just a whole, whole different way of life when they went from being in a room with, let's say, 20 or so other children to being in their bedroom or where, you know, wherever they study from in their house, being alone, you know, and that, that has, we found and heard since been very stressful on them. Mm-hmm. Well, and I tell you, um, I certainly have younger family members and friends who are dealing with the virtual learning with their kids. And and even if they're not doing uh, virtual learning 100%, they're dealing with the stress of their kids going to school, you know, two days out of the week, on again, off again, and trying to navigate that. So um, I tell you, it is, you're right, it's just a it's just a stressful time for, for families. So in, in knowing that, our discussion, I guess, as always, focuses on what can, we, what can we do about that? And, but Teresa, I also want to start with 
when we talk about acknowledging it, because there's been a lot of talk lately about women saying we're strong and, and, you know, almost wearing that as a badge of honor that we're strong, or particularly when we say we're strong African-American women. And to just know that you can be strong and still acknowledge that these are difficult times that uh, we're under stress or that in this particular season, at this particular um, point in time, you're feeling a little overwhelmed or you you, um, find it difficult to manage. You know, personally, we've had a change in our schedule. Um, You know, I've been trying to support family members as they uh, move about in their careers and as we offer support to others that can be stressful. Just making sure that we're aware of that, that that's not a weakness. We're just human, you know? Right. Yeah. And I think more than, you know, I keep referring back to COVID, but truly we're navigating uh, uncharted uh, waters for for ourselves, you know, for ourselves. Um, and, And I say that in relation to or in regard to my job, to working um, Mm -hmm. and uh, being a manager. And I have to spend so much more time now talking to people than I individually than I ever did. And just understanding and, 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 and believe it or not, my staff is mostly male. Mm -hmm. You know, there are Mm -hmm. only a couple of women that report to me and they are showing signs of, Mm -hmm. of stress. Mm-hmm. And being at home um, and trying to, you know, navigate this, uh, you know, this new landscape that we find yeah. ourselves yeah. in with COVID, um, you know, being being at home and not, you know, not not coming into work. And of course, the 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 type of people that I work with are technical and they do a lot of them prefer to work alone. But Um, And so you would think that being in the home situation would be ideal, but honestly, it it isn't for many of them. It's quite stressful. Well, Mm -hmm. and and, you know, Teresa, part of it is, I think um, we know that if you're at home and your your, um, finances have been impacted, you're going to be under. If you're concerned about Mm -hmm. your mortgage or how are you going to pay your bills and just putting food on the table? All of us know that's stressful. But I think what's unexpected is, like you said, when people who prefer to work alone or when they're in, uh, um, when they're at home, how that too can be stressful. And I can relate because, you know, you work and for so long, I had such a busy schedule. And then when I retired, um, that was stressful because, you know, when you're working, you look forward to a holiday or a vacation. And it's just like you're on fumes trying to make it to that time. To, and you're so looking forward to the time off. And then when I retired, there was this long, you know, there was just days where I didn't have a meeting. I didn't have to respond. I didn't have to show up. And so that's jarring to have your your schedule changed like that. So it's, it is a nice problem to have. I've settled into it and now um, made it what I want it to be, what I want it to look like. But in the beginning, any change to your routine, you know, because your routine, the structure is sort of what gets you through the day. 
that allows you to have some control. And so when you change that, there is a sense of sort of not being in control and floundering a bit as you try mm-hmm. to navigate this new normal. So I, I get that. Mm-hmm. I get that because I was reading um, recently the um, New York Times Magazine had an article about the how the hotel industry is being impacted in New York. And we know they New York has some of the best hotels in the country. You know, we, we all as Americans mm-hmm. take pride in um, New York and all that they have to offer. And they did an interview with workers at like very high end hotels in New York, uh, places where they would have weddings and the weddings would be up to the thousands, 40, $30,000 for a wedding or a bar mitzvah or some event. And it was nothing for dinner to cost $400 or something. Um, for these events, it was their price, they, the price they quoted was like $450 a person for an event. So of course that's high end, at least it is to me anyway. And, but what the workers said that (laughs) they, I know, right. What the workers said, they belong to a union. So there was some security in that they were, they kept their health benefits and they were receiving some uh, severance and unemployment. So they were making it, but I'm telling you what the workers talked about was that what was most difficult for them was that they were at home. They were used to all of this, the party atmosphere and just very, you know, just they, the workers were the ones that made it happen, but they themselves took great pride in working at these high-end hotels. And Teresa, this blew my mind. The workers in various capacities, they were making over 200 and something thousand dollars a year. They had to work up to that. But the the people who were in not just management, but people who worked these events because the events charged so much and because there was a very high level of service to this clientele, they, it was not, their, their pay was like 200 and something thousand dollars a year. They said it allowed them, of course, to, to buy homes. They never imagined they'd be able to buy, to put their kids through school, but they were managing, it was difficult financially, but they were managing that. What was jarring to them was not walking through the doors and seeing their colleagues and engaging in the work that they took great pride in doing. So that was that was mm-hmm. jarring for them. But also what um, one of the persons interviewed talked about was they always took security in knowing that since they had worked up in this hotel, they could pretty much go other places and get a job because they would know that mm-hmm. this person, they came from this hotel and that's the cream of the crop. So certainly we should offer them a job. They but they said what's been so um, difficult now is that they they're out of work essentially, but there are no prospects for them going back to. Work. Right. And they they so right. they're holding out hope that these hotels and event places will rebound, that people will come back because 
It's like everything shut. There's nowhere else for me to go. And um, so these are people are experiencing stress at all different levels through this through this um, pandemic. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. So. Mm Yeah. And hopefully, you know, hopefully with people getting vaccinated, we can get back to some sense of normalcy. Um, But even with that, you know, not everyone we know is, um, of course, taking the vaccine. And we're not even 100 percent sure how how much how much uh, protection, you know, um, we're getting from the vaccine and how, if it's going to be an ongoing thing, like the flu shot, there's just a lot of questions about, about that, but certainly, certainly I'm hoping, I'm hopeful that getting a few people getting, I I read somewhere that one in five of one in five Americans have now been vaccinated. Oh, is that right? And of course it's, mm -hmm, which is, which is promising. And then, um, of course, uh, by May of this year, I think it's supposed to open up in all states for everyone to be yeah. able to get the vaccine. So I'm guessing at that time, that number will go up. And I hope that will allow us to be able to um, go ahead and start back getting, like I said, to some sense, some sense of normalcy, you know. Yeah, but yeah. we will. I think there will not be any time soon that we can stop wearing the masks, right? Because right. even with the vaccine, well, even and with the vaccine, you can contract. COVID. Yeah, and you know the masks are becoming so uh, much a part of our uh, everyday life that um, this was sort of funny. I went out with my granddaughter yesterday. And you know she's two, and we got out of the car, and when we got out of the car, she was um she was screaming, Grandma, Grandma. Your mask, your mask. Like she knew that Mm. I was going in this store with no mask on. And uh, I just went back to the car and said, thank you, baby, for looking after, you know, grandma. And uh, but I was thinking. But that breaks. She She thinks that's normal. And I was like, wow, because she realized. I'm supposed to have on grandma's supposed to have on a mask. And yes, let me just clear that up. My grandchildren call me grandmama. I don't have one of those cool, cool names. That's who I am. So, yeah, it is a blessing to be a grandmama. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I like that name. But, but isn't that so, something to raise? I was thinking- she, was, she was frantic. I'm telling you, she was frantic that I didn't have that mask on. It breaks my heart, actually. Because like you said, it is her normal. She's only two. This is all she knows. That's right. That's this right. is all she knows. Yeah. And um yeah. but it, it is heartbreaking. But you know what? It's it's a le- it's some countries, some places, you know, the pollution is so bad that masks are a part of their everyday routine. Listen. And I'm afraid that is what's happening. That is what is happening to us because I'm surprised when I think about it, when I read about it, I'm surprised COVID that is when I say it, mm-hmm. I'm surprised this hasn't happened before. Now I'm really surprised. Really? It hasn't happened really? Absolutely. Just think about, yes. Just think about all of the, the, how you, just think about how our society and how we operate. We do everything within close proximity of yeah. one another. Yeah. We are a social, we're social beings. We're social beings. We, that's what we are. And, um, so, uh, yes, I'm very surprised, 
you know, I think I think people who study uh, epidemics, you know, I, th I think and pandemics, I think they're probably so happy. They're so much enjoying this right now because this is what they've studied. This is what they know. And to them, they're probably so fascinated to how us as a society um, we're responding and well, reacting to things that they've been studying and 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 have known to exist forever because of their uh, said career, you know, career yeah. choices or whatever. But um, we digress. We should get back to stress. And, and, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and Teresa, I thought you would have taken us to the health piece of it by now and given us some tips for uh, how to better handle what we're dealing with right now. Um, for me, part of it is just, like I said earlier, acknowledging that we're all going through this. We, we may not all be in the same boat, but we are, we are all trying to navigate through the stress, you know, handle the stress that we're under. Maybe difference for different, it's different for different people, but we're under stress. So acknowledging that it doesn't mean we're weak, but it means that these are trying times that we are living in. And trying to do our mm -hmm. best to, um, to um, you know, to be okay through it. So just knowing, yeah, it's, it's not, these aren't normal times. Right. They, they aren't. Um, but, you know, if we want to talk a little bit about nutrition and stress together, mm -hmm. um, they kind of, you know, they kind of go, they, they, they do, when you, when you think about being stressed, the first thing I think about is comfort food. You know, mm. I want to go to my French fries. Mm. I want to go to my, I want to go to some cake or cupcake or a, um, ice cream, you know, those comfort foods, you know, yeah. but that is the absolute wrong thing to do. Yeah. Uh, when you're stressed, because your body already when it's stressing, um, of course, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> and I don't play one. Mm -hmm. on TV. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but when your body is undergoing stress, you know, there's all sorts of reactions going on internally. And then when you add those fatty foods and those high calorie uh, foods that make you feel good for that moment to that stress, your body reacts in a really, really negative way. Um, yeah. you know, like your insulin levels go up and, um, you know, you see people with just an extra layer of a fat around their middle, mm -hmm. uh, that increases, um, um, as a result of eating those I, I, I mean, in, in normal times, if you eat those comfort foods, you gain weight, of course. But when you're stressing and you eat those comfort foods, they target certain areas that are bad for you, which is why it's good to eat well when you're stressing, because um, certainly uh, you don't for a woman, your waist should no, be no more than 35 or if you're 35 inches. And if you're a man, no more than 40 is what they recommend. But certainly when you're stressed and you eat comfort foods, the weight goes directly to the middle and it, it goes directly into your veins that can then impact your heart. So the, the thing that you want to do with, with stress is to continue eating your normal healthy diet. Um, and you want to make sure you get plenty rest. You want to be sure to uh, get plenty 
car, a, a lot of exercise or normal, at least 30, 30 minutes a day, uh, most days. Um, and because it used to be three days, three times a week, but now the recommendation is 30 minutes most days. Um, and, and, and try to try to keep incorporate the exercise and making sure to eat whole food versus the, the, um, high sugar and high fat foods that make us feel good. And, you know, and Teresa, when we went into this pandemic, I'm, because I am, I have, I want to say, I shouldn't say an addiction, but you know, I struggle with the sugar, but because of that, I knew, okay, you're going to have to fight through this pandemic. You want to stay healthy. And um, so what I did, something that worked for me, I just had to make a decision during the week. I'm not allowing that. And I've been doing it now for, I guess, a couple of months. And it's, it was hard at first, but I do allow myself something sweet on the week. But I just, because I, I found myself getting out of control. And so that was a small way that I could rein it in particularly during this stressful time. But Teresa, something I wanted to ask you about, because, you know, I was trying to do the 10,000 steps, but you just mentioned the 30 minutes, and I'm seeing more and more about how that may not be critical that we do the 10,000. I saw something that reduced it to 7,000. Have you heard about that? No, and 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 I wouldn't pay that any attention. Okay, okay. <laughs> What's wrong with, uh, you know, doing, 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 um, 10,000 steps and 30 minutes, 30 minutes, most days. Think about that. If you're able to, uh, if you're physically able to exercise 30 minutes, most days, then you absolutely should. That's, that's my feeling because some people might not physically be able to do that, but it is, it is just, it is just good for us. It's good for us. And we, if we can't take 30 minutes for ourselves, then we're, we're really in some, we're really in bad, bad shape, you know? And, um, yeah, whatever, you know, well, remember I told you that I was walking and my neighbor, uh, she was out walking as well. She said her sister is a physical therapist. And uh, now her sister told her that being sedentary, that's the new smoking, not moving. We have to do something to move. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it's important. I think it's important to uh, move our bodies. But I just wanted to say that um, with 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 stress, um, if we, I was talking about eating the whole food, continuing with the whole food diet versus giving into the, the temptation of, you know, a bad diet and yeah. alcohol. That's another thing is, is on now. the rise. No, People, are drinking, yeah. <laughs> People are drinking yeah. uh, right. uh, a lot more yeah. uh, as a result yeah. of this COVID thing too. And, well, um, well and, I, um, I believe, you know, it, but- it I believe it. I went to the grocery store recently and there was, um, you know, a uh, um, liquor store near there. And I have never seen that many cars in the parking lot and people going in that in the business. And so I thought, wow, there is something to what I'm reading. I saw it firsthand because I go in this area a lot and I have not seen that many people at that store. So, yeah. Right. Some of it is, is attributed to the fact that bars and restaurants well, oh, are that's closed. True. That's true. So people, people are having to go and get, and get their own, um, yeah, 
you know, get their own, get their libations and make them themselves versus going into a bar to have them. Right. Um, But, but it is, it is definitely the sale of alcohol has, I think has been, I I heard something it's higher than it's ever been in a long time. So I believe it. Yeah. So, but right. I just want to say that the, the, your diet actually impacts your uh, mental health. So if you don't, if you don't want stress to deteriorate into something else like depression or heart disease or uh, type two diabetes, then definitely um, continue with the, with the whole food um, nutrition and exercise. And yeah, that's, that's that's the point that I wanted to leave with. Yeah. And stay hydrated. Um, That's it for us today. We're talking about stress is stress awareness month. And as always, Teresa and I wish you well and um, stay healthy, stay safe. Take good care. Bye-bye. 